when I feel your gentle touch and things are going our way. I want to spill my love on you all day, all day. Yeah, yeah, ding dong. My love for you is growing wide and long. Yeah, yeah, ding dong. I swell and burst when I see what we've become. <laughs> Hello. This is episode 18. 18. Of the Two to Tango podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. <laughs> Why are you so, like doing this like awkwardly as if we haven't done this 18 times? Because I keep forgetting. Yeah. Well, um, how was your week since the last week that we found out that Trump will no longer be president? It's uh, It's been fun. Um. Because, you know, there's a lot of lawsuits going on and there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, I heard that he's trying to, like, do a partial recount. Like, what the hell is a partial recount? Like, not recounting the Democratic votes? Yeah, I don't don't know. But um, I I don't think... Basically, the whole purpose is to delay and just make it really hard for Joe Biden to transition. Basically making it so that he cannot transition. Because here's the thing. Um... Trump, uh, Trump actually installed, so you know how, like, there are elected positions and then there's positions where the president can install people, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like when he installs a new Supreme Court justice, he's installed Mm -hmm. two of them in his presidency. Um, that just has to be confirmed by the, by Congress or the Senate, Mm -hmm. um, whatever. Um, so those are positions that can be installed. And one of those positions is the person who's in charge of the general elections. Okay. So he's installed this this woman who's in charge of the election integrity and all that. Right. And although Joe Biden has enough electoral seats to, um, to you know, um, to win, ultimately, win the electoral college, uh, the elect- election of the electoral college, that vote... That's supposed to happen in December, by the way. He has enough seats to win. They project him to be the winner. This woman who's in charge of the GSA or whatever uh, will not sign off the paper that declares Joe Biden the winner. Hmm. And by doing that, um, Joe Biden's team will actually n- will not receive any of the millions of dollars they need in the transition fund oh. to begin like hiring selecting his cabinet his administration although i did so, see he he did post up his like um, yeah he selected his yeah. senior officials but that's mm-hmm. fine that's just his right. inner circle but okay. like we're talking about the ability for people to get like their work emails like oh. like literally the stuff that's involved when you start a job they're literally going to be hiring hundreds if not thousands of people right right and because trump's woman that he installed that's in charge of the gsa she is withholding that because she's not making it official hmm. she's withhold so because what, trump's not because of trump yeah so this is the, but this is his mo right which is to put everything in the legal system and even if he's going to win or lose he that's irrelevant to him he just wants to make it difficult and ultimately this could drag on for months this might even drag into j- january hmm. the last day of his presidency is january 19th 
Uh, in which case, like, if there's no transition in place, Joe Biden's not getting any briefings. Like, Trump's supposed to be briefing him at this moment on everything going on. Okay, so, like, transition. that's one of the things that I don't understand about American politics is that, like, isn't it by law that he has to? How can he refuse to do a transition of power? That just makes no sense to yeah, me. Yeah, he's not committing to the peaceful transition of power. I think that's just one of those things that are, like being offered by the the lame duck president to to inform the incoming president i feel like that's like regardless of if you win or lose or like that that's a must right it's no the must is that he's out of his job by january 19th clearly yeah but But i guess accounts for i I don't know if like this transition of power is something that is a must um for the president of the united states it should very well should be (laughs) look there's a lot of shit that's fucked up people should also not die because of the color of the skin you know it's just a lot of like Uh, i don't know i just think it's a bit um not i don't understand how how it is the way it is like I, i still don't understand the way that um america has their political system set up the the whole electoral college just makes no sense to me but yeah um yeah, that's that's what it is. Anyways, do you want to get into questions? Yeah, let's do questions. Okay. We should have done this from the start. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just wanted to like get you off the bat and like see how your thoughts on like I don't have thoughts anymore. All right. Like I'm just kind of watching it play out now. Yeah, that's true. Such a fucking drama. Dude, this is more <laughs> dramatic than see? like The Crown. I'm sorry to keep going, <laughs> but like Lily and I spent the whole Oh yeah, that's weekend. one thing we can talk about. Yeah, the crown. Oh, let's. Yeah. Do we want to talk about that? No, no hey, we got it. We got it. All right, spoiler alert. Okay, spoiler. don't. It's actually, I think a lot of people haven't watched the crown, so watch it. But technically, is it a spoiler alert because it's freaking real life? So if you don't know the history of the royal family, that's on you. You've had like forty years to figure it out. Okay, I guess we can go into. We can't go into nuances of what happened in the in the season. Okay, like I'll speak very vaguely. Stuff. Well, vaguely. vaguely on it we'll talk about chapters i guess um or, no i was gonna say like i liked their costume and their oh, yeah um their casting has been really great like to the girl uh emma corin who plays diana mm-hmm. incredible performance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just she went from cute like it's the same face right same but we face, went yeah. through about 11 years of princess diana's relationship with uh the crown like or her relevancy in the crown and and her relationship with Charles, like from first meeting her and how cute she was and mm-hmm. and kind of unique, um, her naive naivete, is that what it's called? Yeah. Anyway, like just cuteness, and then to this very capable woman in her twenties, um, well, like late twenties, later, early thirties, yeah. 30s, yeah. I think when she, when they ended up getting divorced, then she found more so of, like, what she, her calling in life was to help people. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I think the way that uh, the actor was able to capture, like, Diana's essence was really good. Yeah. Um, I think, but just overall comment on the, this last season, it just moved a little slower than what yeah. the normal pace of, like, The Crown has been for us, so. Our initial thoughts, but please watch it for yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of, we completely binged it and mm-hmm. we, we went like all 10 episodes in damn near one sitting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if, if we found it a bit slow, it shouldn't have been, which means that it was very slow at parts. Uh, Margaret Thatcher played by the great Gillian or Gillian Anderson? Gillian. No. Or Gillian. 
whatever the case, she's okay. She's Gillian? a very, very Gillian. sexy woman. <laughs> like she's beautiful in Sex Ed. Yeah, I love Sex Ed. And she plays the uh, the probably the worst woman in history. <laughs> she played her very well. She played the um, Margaret Thatcher. Watch it yourselves. We'll talk about it. You want to talk about it next week? Um, you know what? Just give it a few more. Give it a few more weeks. Give it a few more weeks just so people can watch it. But again, if you haven't watched it, it's history. So And also watch the other seasons first if you haven't. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, but all of that aside, still not as entertaining as what's going on in America. It's crazy. <laughs> and this is like people's lives, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm sorry, our American viewers we haven't done any shout outs in a while so shout out to the americans that listen to us i saw someone in like jordan listen to us that's a that's a country i've never thought about since maybe it's probably just by accident but it's kind of cool right? just seeing it like on the on the um geographical like pie chart that if we you're have. in jordan and you understand this podcast that's awesome because <laughs> we're western and we don't uh... should we talk more about canadian life i don't know do we have a lot of non-Canadian listeners? I a think lot of people Canadian, in Laos and Japan. Uh, the majority <laughs> of our listeners are Canadian. I think like... I think so too. 90% of it. 85 to 90%. But anyways, off topic again. Questions. So. <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, first question is, what is your favorite piece of sushi? What does... The, is that just anything that I is Japanese? I don't really know. Or like... I think it means like... Maybe, like, sashimi or, like, a roll or, like, you know, like, a specific thing? I'm a big fan of, like, a black dragon roll. Yes. It, that is, like, uh, eel. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is it called? Unagi. Unagi, right? yeah. On the top, also with uh, avocado mm-hmm. on the top. And then the roll. And then inside the roll, you have, like... It's just basically a dynamite roll. Yeah, it's a dynamite inside. roll on the yeah. inside. It's got, like, the the shrimp tempura, mm-hmm. a bunch of other things. Yeah. Some cucumbers. Yeah, I think mine would have to be... Uh, my fave is always going to be, like, salmon sashimi. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm getting more accustomed to trying out, like, other raw fish um butterfish is okay i've also kind of been into uni lately a little bit it's obviously um dependent on um the season and if it's in but it, it yeah i think sashimi is more of my my thing um oh and a brewery sushi which is essentially like the pressed and smoked sushi i love that back when we were um at the condo when we used to order it from um kibo shout out to our boy june yeah. at uh kibo sushi in liberty village or if you go downtown try out the hom it's it's a very small place but like they have like good bite-sized um uh shareable plates and their sushi yeah. is actually pretty legit wait for things to really wait for the vaccine <laughs> <laughs> wait for yeah, things to properly open, open indoors yeah. yeah well the seating's only like i feel like it's only like 20 to 30 people anyways but yeah and then if you're in mississauga our joint now is we recently found sushi omagato omagato it's at the chinatown plaza mm-hmm. in dundas near like or between tompkin and kothra and it's pretty legit it's pretty legit yeah. we like them mm-hmm. support small businesses mm-hmm. this is a question for you what Why? is so good about the ps5 okay so I'm going to leave this room while you talk. <laughs> no, it's it's not much. Can I be honest with you? Um, 
it's power more powerful than the ps4 that's a given it's a whole new generation um there are two main draws that i think really illustrate next generation that um xbox isn't really doing because xbox is by far the most powerful in terms of raw power console Mm -hmm. but the playstation 5 has the fastest solid state drive the fastest storage so you're basically relying less on the graphical processing unit to render things you're basically loading raw textures and and images and stuff from storage from like the file which is awesome like I'm playing, uh, I'm playing Spider-Man Miles Morales, and we're basically loading up all of the island, like all of Manhattan, and it does this the fast travel in the game. Before fast traveling in a map would be like minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it would take minutes from you to go from, like when we're playing Spider-Man on PS4, it would take you a solid uh, minute and a half to go from, uh, to go from the financial district up to Harlem. And you can do this instantaneously on Spider-Man Miles Morales on PS5. So the SSD is truly so fast. That's what next-gen is, is loading up the ability to load up more things quicker and make damn near zero loading times uh, to play these bigger maps, which is great. And then the truly next-gen thing, in terms of immersive experiences, is the new controller. Um, It's got adaptive triggers, which means that there's... Like, when you're using the trigger and you're pushing down on it, it, there's, like, different uh, weights or pressure points. So, like, for example, on Call of Duty, some guns are harder to pull the trigger on. Or, like, when you're using a bow and arrow, like, there's more pushback against the triggers when you're holding it down. The haptic feedback so much better. It, like, feels different when you're walking on steel or glass or sand. It's just so cool. Since you're on the, like, topic of the controller, the back of the actual controllers is really cool. It's texturized um, differently than just it being, like, smooth. But it's texturized with the PlayStation, like, symbols. So, like, the X, the O, the square, and the triangle, right? Lily loves that design detail. Well, like... And then when I saw it in person, like, it's a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. Because, like, the picture you showed me was clearly, like, a ten times zoomed into it. But But you're actually feeling it, right? Well, like, the feel is cool, but, like, it's just a lot tinier than what I thought. Because you almost can't see it unless you, like, really look into it. it. Well, that detail is actually on the PS5 itself as well. So you see, I'm pointing at the PS5, you see the white parts. Um, That kind of ribbed or or, uh, rough material is that same thing, which is the X circle triangle square. Yeah. To make it sandy. It's really, really cool. But that's the design of it. It, People think it looks like a router. I think it kind of looks futuristic. It is ugly. Mm -hmm. Stands out among everything else. But I think over time, I think we'll appreciate the look of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's my PS5. I'm loving it. I haven't gotten to play it enough, I guess. You'll see, I guess, when you play more. But I don't know. I'm not... More games. There hasn't been a truly next-gen game yet. Um... Spider-Man Miles Morales is awesome. It's fast and the graphics are great, but it's just an upgrade from the PS4 one. Mm-hmm. We'll wait for like the next Uncharted game or the or Last of Us Three. I think mm-hmm. that'll be crazy. Um, next question is, where do you want to be in in ten years? Do you want to answer this one first? Because oh. I rambled. Oh, that's fine. Um, I think we obviously want to have our own place. I guess I'm assuming we're talking about like together um, yep. stuff. 
uh, I'd like to move up in my career or kind of not in my career and maybe change that and kind of having a quarter life crisis here. So um, we'll see about that. <laughs> um, hopefully start our own family um, if, if, if we're lucky enough to do that um, and travel when that is yeah like next like when we when we're able to like I, I feel like um not that we've taken it for granted we we obviously loved the fact when we could have traveled but that's definitely something we're gonna do and put a priority on in the next uh little bit whenever we can so what is your next 10 year plan looking at? i don't know like i'm, I'm kind of just like we'll open yeah like i don't Flow think I, yeah like i don't I, need a plan <laughs> ideally like if ideally we'll have traveled everywhere we needed to travel in the next five years mm. so then come 10 years down the road perhaps our children our oldest child would be about five years old you know oh so you want that's the ideal <laughs> but money and also the coronavirus isn't gonna let us do that yeah like we I forgot about a lottery ticket that, yeah. <laughs> okay, after this we'll go anyway we were hoping to travel. We we're supposed to get married this year. Remember that? Um, yeah. So that's delayed. Uh, real quick positivity. Note of positivity as positivity we go along. Look? Yeah. Oh. As we go along. Um, it looks like Pfizer and Moderna have passed their safety trials. Okay. We should invite somebody onto this podcast to really explain. Our pharmacist friends. Our pharmacist friends. <laughs> And the doctors. Yes. Basically, we're the underachievers in our friend group. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, But they've reached a 95% efficacy. Both of them. Because Pfizer, remember last week, they announced a 90%. That's a weird thing to me. So they announced 90% and then Moderna, is is it how I pronounce it? So Pfizer announced 90% last year. And then... Or sorry, last week. No, but how do I pronounce the second one? Moderna. 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 Okay. Um, they they announced ninety four point five percent, and then Pfizer's today was like, no no no, hold up hold up, we're ninety five. Ninety five. <laughs> so like that's where I'm kind of like, uh, what? Yeah, but not that I don't trust it. I mean, I'd still have to learn more about it, but clearly it's like, how did you go from ninety to ninety five within a matter of hours of your competitor being like, we're we're ahead of you? So. Could be a coincidence. Look, it, it's um, it's encouraging. Yeah. Um, looks like it passed the safety. So, like, basically, there's no real gross effects. Maybe yeah. there are some. And it also said that the um, Canadian government bought a few already, a few million. I think by the end of 2021, we should have, have what? Uh, I'm making up numbers. I the don't want to. end wanna, of I'm, 2021? Yeah, I think the numbers for the end of 2021, we should have at least, like, a third of the Canadian population having vaccinated. Oh, that's it? Mm. That's fine. Oh, yeah, but then who does that leave to, to get vaccinated or not? Well, definitely our frontline friends. You'll know for sure. But uh, then... At-risk uh, populations get it. Um, and then perhaps it will be to the areas that need it most first. Because I, I bet there are areas in Canada that are just not as affected. Yeah, maybe. Right? I'm certain it's about two-thirds of, the, of Canadians that are affected because two-thirds of Canadians are in Vancouver, Toronto, or Montreal. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I guess that's a that's a good thing, right? Um. Yeah. Let's just hope it it works. Little and, positivity. Yeah. Which means that going back to my point, 
hopefully things open. <laughs> oh, back to your, your ten year question. I was gonna say, yeah. I'm, like, I'm trying to get back to our question. But hopefully things open. We'll get married next year and we'll travel. We need to go to Asia. Well, we, we said to go back we're gonna to get married next year regardless if we can have a wedding or not. So yeah, but we need to go back to right. Iceland, Italy. Uh, I want to check out England for a weekend. Um, Ireland. Um, Asia well, is a huge one. Well, yeah. our honeymoon would hopefully be the Scandinavian one. We'll see. That's right. Yeah. Um, so the next question, yeah, basically no, no real plan. We, we just like to go with whatever is going to come at us. Cause clearly we can't plan for anything. Um, and yeah. So the next question is, what is your favorite tattoo that the other person has? Uh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> I'm trying to like figure out what Lily you're... doesn't like a lot of my tattoos. Okay. I only don't like one of your tattoos. And I don't even like it anymore. <laughs> Excuse me. It's the Deathly Hallows tattoo. Because, oh, yeah. And the reason you got it was because I was I had an appointment. And you're like, me too. So yeah. that's literally what happened. That's how I'm trying to fill out my arm. Plus, yeah. I was actually a fan of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling has just been... I mean, we've talked about her enough over the early episodes. Mm-hmm. She's been killing my interest in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I haven't even seen any of the Beast movies anymore. Fantastic Beast movies. Mm-hmm. I guess I've, I've only missed one. It, yeah, um, I fell asleep during it. Yeah, but you didn't answer the question. Oh, for you? Um, yeah. I. Sorry, uh, we didn't even answer that because I didn't answer what the, the one I most like. <laughs> I think I most like your your um, Breaking Bad RV. I don't yeah. know. I think it's. I think it's cool. It, it's it's really detailed, but it's, it's very like thin. good um and yeah i don't know i like it this was by far her best work most detailed work most thorough work you're she hasn't posted any of our tattoos you know how much of a slap in the face that is well our (laughs) our first tattoos were but then it it was so many years ago that she kind of like just took off took her things down but um she only likes posting the the words or like the text yeah what's your favorite um of mine of yours uh it it was the um it was the the your leg tattoo okay because it's just it's pretty badass mm-hmm. but i'm quite liking the uh the one you got with your friends the, the rose, rose that's tattoo? on your yeah thank you because it's on your arm mm-hmm. uh and my version like my you left placed arm had... it. did you get that one before or after me might have been after okay i don't remember i don't remember either but now we have that matching one here. It's like this is kind of becoming my favorite spot to get tattoos. Your like arm? Yeah. Like your inner armish. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! What? Don't I have an appointment? You do, but it might not happen considering if we might go into lockdown. Right, but when is it? Uh, two Saturdays from now. I already have it, and like I'll put it into our calendar. Okay, good. So I don't have a conflict, right? No. Okay, because for some reason I was thinking it was gonna conflict with our weekend away. No, it's not because I told you we have to come back for the week, for that specific time. Why are we talking ah, about this on air? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so that's so it's my rose that you like, or also my other flowers. Um, what is your favorite just because gift to receive? Uh, food. Okay. For me, at least. Yeah. Um. I like flowers. Yeah. Just because flowers are. They're very rare because you're, you don't 
do just because of flowers. Yeah, because why would I keep buying you flowers? See, they just there die. Go, there you go. And That's you don't thing. appreciate it. Who says I don't appreciate it? You think that I... No, I mean, if I keep you buying you flowers, it. you won't appreciate it. All right, what I that's mean. your thing. It's the truth, though. Yeah, but you told me that you me, don't like when I... I don't like when you have to buy flowers on, like, Valentine's Day or something. Because they're, like, three times the price. Yeah. And you can never find a florist that, like, will deliver in time because you're a last-minute person. I know. Brandon buys gifts on December 24th every year. So... For him, for Valentine's Day, he thinks he can yeah. walk into a flower shop and he can have flowers, but that doesn't work that way. Also, well, I don't it's want because you to spend I was able to walk. The price. It's because I was able to walk into a to a Tiffany's once on the twenty fourth after work, and I was wearing like shorts and I looked like shit, and they weren't giving me the time of day because when you look like shit, they don't pay attention to you. But I walked out of there with like a three hundred dollar purchase or whatever the fuck it was, like a badass, and it was easy. That was also when we were pretty young, though. That's why they didn't give a shit, because you were young. You weren't there to buy the real hard shit. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, but yours is food, I guess, yeah. Because um, you don't buy me anything otherwise. Excuse like, me? Just because, yeah. I buy you clothes and stuff all the time. But I need clothes. That's oh, not even a gift. That's okay. just like, you're responsible for buying me clothes. Okay, well, we don't really buy each other just because gifts. We buy each other things because we're like, hey, you need this. I don't yeah. know. We don't really buy each other gifts, to be honest. We either just buy it ourselves or we just ask each other, hey, can I buy this? Legit, like, <laughs> I everything I need, I just buy it myself. Yeah, it's pretty much it. So I'm glad I'm in a position where I can just spend whatever I want. All I have to do is just bat my eyes and then there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what is the single best thing about your relationship? Too many to name. I don't know what my favorite, cause then, cause it will be an awful answer. But like, that's okay, cause that's to us, right? Okay, here's the awful answer. Okay. Comfort. I thought you were gonna say comic. <laughs> oh, I love to come. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Clearly, my brain is not where it's Just at today. Coming all over the place. Um, comfort, yeah. Comfort, yeah. Okay. Like it's it, and we were talking about this the other day, where I'm just. It just still blows my mind that Lily's in my fucking childhood bedroom. <laughs> like, this is where I grew up. And now I can't even sleep in my own bed because I, I don't really like sleeping with Lily. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the general thing. That has nothing to do with, like... But my mom loves Lily like Lily's her own daughter. And things are just right. Like, food is around when I need it. We sleep. We're, like, on the the right schedules. Look, this sounds just so much like complacency, but I promise you it isn't. I promise Brandon's I'm not trying to get Brandon's an extreme, that. like, homebody, and, like, that's just how he is. So, for him to be, like, in, like, extreme comfort, that's, like, that's... Oh, it's bliss Yeah, that's bliss for him. Um, my favorite thing, or single best thing, I, I'd say, like... <laughs> um... I just think like laughter is is one of the main things like humor we we don't have the same humor but there is a perfect medium in between and it it when we're just there we're just like laughing for hours I think yeah so I I don't know Lily can laugh at the dumb like we were watching uh Amy Wong last night wait uh Ali Ali Wong Wong last night and I and I don't really care for her she's not that funny to me funny uh and she laughs at like the dumbest things in every movie because 
I can't even name a situation, but even like with Ali Wong, there were some jokes that Ali Wong was making where I'm like, that would fucking kill if it was in a club or like a bar, you know, like a true club, a comedy yeah. scene. But because she's in a theater scene and people are not like uh, comedy aficionados like myself. No, I was going to say, I was like, how many like comedy bars have you gone to? She was, yo, she was doing some shit that I thought was fucking hilarious. That would kill it. But like everybody was laughing at the other things that she was doing, like the miming you know, the, the physical comedy bits that she was doing where mm-hmm. she's, like, miming pushing a baby out of her pussy or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, or, like, a baby chewing her nipple. That's funny to you. It, but <laughs> she had, she made some clever shit. All right. And then Lily laughs at that stuff. But then the, the, the middle, the middle where we meet <laughs> is when I would see someone jaywalk and I would speed up. That's where what? Lily would start laughing. What? Happens very rarely. Oh, you mean driving? Yeah. Sorry, you were talking about Ali Wong, and then I thought you were talking Sorry, about in I context have, of that. I should have. Okay, no. Blocked it off. Yeah. So, There's no. a very like uh, small area where Lily and I agree on yeah. laughter, where she would not laugh because things are offensive or whatever, or like, oh my god, that's that's unsafe. But sometimes you you hit that sweet no, spot. No, I didn't laugh when we were talking. You laughed when oh. I sped up Anyways. and I said ten points. Next question. To hit that fucking guy because you're laughing now you remember that was when we had princess too where you knew the threat wasn't real because it was too slow to actually that's speed when up. brandon knew he loved me um yeah. rate your first kiss with each other lol uh I, where was our first kiss oh wait was it our first kiss was when you officially asked me out right when i asked you out i don't know how to by, kiss by the tree on the bleachers okay this is a funny story though so yeah we were like were you my first? You were not my first kiss. But I was not your first kiss either, was I? I'm pretty sure you were. I don't think so. He's such a liar. Um, Aside from my mommy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my mommy? Um, but what is it called? No. So we were like young. And then I was, I think I was like, but I don't know how to make out. And then you were like, oh, let me show you. And I was like. That that's like extreme cringe. I like think about it, and I'm like, do you remember where it was? I remember that. Dude. It was where was it? So he's chewing right now. It was at so. the tree, no? No, when I when we were gonna make out. Oh, the the library. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. <laughs> Lily says it's cringe. Because it was. You're, you're so talking cringe. about you're talking about a high school teenager trying to be at overly confident to get through this you're thing. Like, I and you're talking also about a high school teenage girl who ate that shit up. <laughs> okay. Right? Guys would say anything. Girls would believe anything. Whatever. Anyways, next. That's um, why if you're an if that's why if, by the okay, way but off topic it? off topic if you're a man and you're grooming little girls in high school that's fucked up. That's how impressionable little girls are. Okay. Right. But you were also you were younger than me. I'm, I'm younger than you. That's months. why it's okay. Actually, you groomed me. Oh. Fuck you. It's three months. <laughs> um, rating it. Um, kind of fucked up. You were like, oh, this, you were a big toddler when I was a slightly kissing, little toddler. Though, I have this theory that me and Brennan suck at kissing. Oh, yeah. Because we've never kissed anybody mm-hmm. else. I agree. With the exception of like middle school kisses and stuff. But like, that's why I just think we're, I, I don't know how to rate it. When we have to kiss, when we get married, I'm, we're, gonna, I'm, we're gonna, I'm dreading that. We're gonna do the, like the, the live play version of kissing where we like cover our mouths when we kiss <laughs> okay. to simulate us making out. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I, I think the book. we're probably like 
on an average person's like scale, we're probably like a four out of ten. But to each That's other, generous. we're a ten out of ten. It feels nice okay? to kiss you. Love How's me? that? Yeah, it feels nice. Okay. <laughs> um, Fuck off. <laughs> whatever. JK Rowling can eat my entire ass. Angry face. Amazing. <laughs> but what is your Hogwarts house? Oh, uh. Um. You've so wanted to be a Gryffindor, but I'm pretty sure you're a Slytherin. Yeah, I, I realize I'm one of the Slytherins that, like, aren't really, that aren't really shown in the movies or the books, aren't talked about in the books. Because, look, they have to, they have, the, the fucking hat has to put a bunch of people in Slytherin just yeah, to kind of fill Slytherin it out, isn't right? Slytherin necessarily But they're not bad, all evil. No. That means you're, like, you know, you're smart, you're cunning. Like, cunning. It's, that's the thing. Well, what's the Ravenclaw version of that? Um, they're like creative and creative, whatever. and then Hufflepuffs are just fucking nerds, right? <laughs> but so I always thought I was Hufflepuff, <laughs> and whenever I did like all the other, why are you still laughing? I was thinking of a tweet, and then I was thinking about you. So th- this <laughs> okay. this is my, this is one I have a collection of my favorite tweets of all time. Okay. There are a few of them. Question is like, running long this period. We go. It's okay. It's half hour already. Holy <laughs> shit. We're, hey, you don't have any content, so we're killing time. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's one of my favorite tweets of all time is this is uh, basically talking this this one account is basically explaining just how fucking dumb and hypocritical Dumbledore is. Right. Okay. And so it's like this is Dumbledore creating Hogwarts houses. He's like, OK, so we all know that there are four different personality traits in people. And then the hat's like, mm-hmm, yes, go on. There are brave Evil, smart, and other. <laughs> and you're other. I'm not a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff's smart, no? Are Hufflepuff They're smart? the nerds, oh, yeah. okay. So I'm other. You're yeah, other as fuck, dude. So, okay. You're one but miscellaneous <laughs> ass woman. Rude. Rude. I'm the future mother of your children, you asshole. Miscellaneous. So I'm I always I always thought I was leaning towards Ravenclaw. And I whenever I would take like those random quizzes, I would be Ravenclaw. But I finally broke and kind of just did the Pottermore one and it ended up putting me into Gryffindor. Fuck, we should do that. Well we did. I mean but, I don't think I've done it. Yeah, but anyways. Um so yeah, I'm I'm technically Gryffindor, but I think I'm I'm Gryffindor Ravenclaw-ish. You're not brave. Okay, then I don't know why it sorted me into it. You you probably answered questions like, I would totally do no, that. No, because I did I did Courageous. the I did the questions for other tasks that weren't Pottermore and I got Ravenclaw. Okay. So that's why, but when I did the actual Pottermore. Pottermore got, was one was the one was that said the you're Griffith. Yeah, that's why I was that's like, crazy. oh. I was like, okay. Um, we'll do mine live next episode. Sure. Um List all the ways Brandon has disappointed you, sexually or otherwise. <laughs> Angel face. There's a few. Um, there's a few. You've definitely, you've definitely um, disappointed me in ways where, not, I'm not saying sexually, because <laughs> like, I think after 11 years, this is where it kind of relates to, to Ali Wong a little bit. I got you trained to me, so it's yeah. like, I know how, like, I know how to get things done with you, so it's fine. Like, I don't have to, like, go out and, like, recreate that, because that's a hassle. But list of ways that you've disappointed me, there's a long list. Yeah. 
We won't get into the nitty gritty. I think you know most of them. I think it it is uh, entirely based on effort. Effort, yeah. Um, and just don't be an asshole. Oh yeah. You can be. He can be an asshole sometimes. Um, and whether he likes to know that he is one or not is up to him. He can. He like he likes to lie to himself and say that he's not, but he knows that he is. When have I ever? Do you want to list said, it on air? No. When have I ever? said that i'm not an asshole you always say i'm not an asshole fine okay um (laughs) and the last question is what is the weirdest thing your partner asks you to do for them please not sexual (laughs) i guess it's not weird it's just stupid what when you're like lying here on the couch Mm -hmm. and like next to you is the item in which you need to reach to grab okay so you would like call me over to get it <laughs> that's for not you. the weirdest thing it's not weird at all but that's just dumb i don't you don't really do anything weird okay so the weird thing that he asks me to do but it's actually for him to do and it's probably weird it's not sexual but he likes to like pick my blackheads oh yeah i love that and like he has to ask me to do it but he won't really ask he'll just like tell me he's gonna do it and he likes to do that for some reason so that is pretty weird, I think. I don't okay. think you should be picking my blackheads, but here we a are. Little, a little peek into our sexual life. <laughs> what? It's not really even sexual. Like, we've, we've made it not sexual, but when we lived together, we would shower together. It yeah. was nice. Mm-hmm. And in those showers, um, you know, when, with, the, with the hot water, it opens up your pores or whatever. Yeah, I like to just pick your blackheads. Mm-hmm. What the fuck else am I going to do there? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, and yeah. I asked you to do that. To you actually me. don't just. It's not just a shower thing though. You yes. Even before we showered together, you constantly did it before too. Yeah, but I realized it was. I was just getting your. It's just fucking... like a doctor pimple popper thing. He just got really addicted to doing it. So yeah. he hasn't done it in a while. I, I would so ask her to do it for me too, because sometimes my back gets itchy, and I know there's a blackhead there. But like, I only have a few. Mm-hmm. You have lots. Thanks, honey. So, for our next segment, I just decided to literally search up relationship like advice okay oh great that should kill 20 minutes (laughs) and the thing here that came up was here's what 15 experts can teach us about love this is um on a website called thegreatest.com um bold and yeah so oh it's not greatest it's greatest greatest like the word great great but like ist yeah so i'm just gonna shoot off all the 15 things that are said and then we can like either go into it or things that you agree with and you don't okay so it's get into a healthy mindset one look for someone with similar values two never take your partner for granted three Mm -hmm. stop trying to be each other's everything Mm -hmm. um four do or say something daily to show your appreciation five make sure you're meeting your partner's needs six don't just go for the big o Oh, this is getting into the sexual stuff now. Seven, don't forget to keep things hot. Eight, remove the pressure on performance. Nine, um, it's not what you fight about, it's how you fight. Oh, that's You should be reading the subheadings. Okay. Now we're in handling H- conflict. Handling conflict. Okay. It's not what you fight about, it's how you fight. Ten, try a nicer approach. Eleven, identify your good conflicts. Um, next context is make time for self-care 12 take time apart 13 don't abandon yourself 14 create a fulfilling life 
And the bottom line is just an overall thing. I Should guess. we be talking about each one? I guess we can talk about each one. So healthy mindset, again, if we'll just list it, is look for someone with similar values. Um, don't take your partner for granted and stop trying to be each other's everything. What do you agree with and what do you don't agree with with those things? I agree that you have to find someone with similar values. Okay. Um, I th- Values is one of those like those like fundamental fundamental principles of a person that like you should be sort of rooting yourself into the ground as if it were not to be compromised right because yeah like i think that's something that's like yeah it's what you stand for and what you believe in so like that though your core values should not change for who you're with right especially because it could be literally anything but one of them will come up to be a conflict yeah if you're in a relationship and you eventually get married where are your values in marriage? And then, okay, you're married. And then what or are your you values when you have kids? Or if you even in a marriage, like if you choose to be in a long-term relationship, right. you still need the same thing as a marriage. But, 100%. Yeah. Um, never take your partner for granted. I 100% agree for um, with that. But I think we are definitely extremely guilty of that at the same time. Sometimes, yeah. Um, especially with, you know, um, living together 24-7 in a pandemic, it's easy to just, you know... Um, take each other for granted and take our like time together for granted um because since we're together 24 7 it kind of takes away like the special bonding that we used to have when we used to work away from each other um but similarly like now that we're at home and we're working and we find that we're working like we live at work rather than working from home it's just like we're forgetting that or like uh lily's just become this like co-worker that i work at the office with yeah and we should just take ourselves out of it a little bit mm-hmm. and uh and, and have like the sort of weekend we had this weekend i think was great and that we took monday off mm-hmm. i think that was very healthy for us we kind of just yeah took time to ourselves we haven't done a date night in a while that's which why dude i got a fucking ps5 so. and i didn't i barely used it because it was mm, a good okay, weekend whatever um stop trying to be each other's everything I agree with this. I agree with that. I don't think um, one person can be your everything. I think that's why you have friends and family as like different, different platonic loves and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that your partner shouldn't be your everything because when you put that pressure on someone, you're eventually going to crack them, right? Um, so yeah. Yeah, like that's something I sort of. Started to to build out recently mm-hmm. is to start seeing friends that aren't you, mm-hmm. because for many years it was just like I mean I don't have many friends so for many years it was just you, and then when well, you're but you were comfortable with that I Not, was comfortable it I wasn't am, for but... the lack of for lack of trying I think it's just because you're such a personal person that you don't like to open up to people you like to have many friends and acquaintances and I think you're much better at that than I am. But in terms of like close friends, you're that's that's like a guarded thing for you. Well, so. I'm also exhausted because my whole job, like my professional career has been making relationships mm-hmm. with people, a surface level working relationship with people where I can earn their trust uh, enough to do business and, and give me their money. Mm-hmm. So I'm very good at that rapport building. But then I'm exhausted once I get home. And I just don't want to be yeah, like you don't want to be doing it. Sometimes to you. I'm like. No, I agree. Right? Like I know. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, the next like sub 
subcontext is love is a verb. Do or say something daily to show your appreciation, um, making sure that you're you're meeting your partner's needs. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah. Um, uh, it's you should be complimenting your partner on every like not just uh, things that they can't control, but are like but especially things that they can control. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I say I like the way you did your hair today, or like mm-hmm. I like how you're dressed, which is never. <laughs> my thick hair and it like snapped on me um yeah like i one of my things is i always you know thank you for driving me everywhere um even when we go out to eat and like if you're paying for dinner i'll always say thank you even though it's like technically the same but i don't know i just if you get into the habit of like appreciating your partner for doing like the small things i think that's um i think it's definitely uh helpful in terms of of feeling appreciated too right yeah to to know that it's not it's not an expectation right um that it is it is being recognized as something that you're thankful for so yeah i think it's definitely important and to meet each other's needs when you don't um that's when you have to voice it and like i know lately i've been like can you give me more attention so yeah i thought i'd give you too much I think I just go through days where I need more attention than others. Usually I can like, I'm good on my own and I don't really bother you. But some days I just, yeah, I just like shut down. I feel like I'm consistently giving you the same amount of attention. And and some days it is too much. And other days that same amount is too little. Again, because me, I'm I'm up and down. It's more me than than you but okay, as long as we recognize that it is your fault yeah that it is yeah me not you <laughs> okay. um next subcontext is getting jiggy with it don't oh, just go sex. for the big o don't forget to keep things hot and remove the pressure on performance so foreplay is huge yeah um yeah i mean i think it depends on the type of sex you're having if you're just doing a quickie like then you don't have time for that it, um but it's gentle it's that name it's like uh, when you're starting sex she's like gentle and then later okay hit me with a brick (laughs) that's funny um but no yeah i think it's important again i think this goes in hand with meeting your partner's needs not just like non-sexually but also sexually like you have to kind of um yeah just take the pressure off of like not going for the big o or whatever but just making sure you're having a good time, right? Because that's what's most important. Yeah. And if you're in a long-term relationship, um, then you have time to figure it out. You're going to have days where it's, yeah. like, good. Some days where it's going to be, like, great. Um, and others where it's just going to be, like, all right, cool. That's why I'd be miserable if I were single and I had to do that. What? Having to constantly be, like, at the top of my performance or whatever. I just don't have time. I would have to shave my legs all the time. That's a big yeah. ass no. <laughs> well, it's like Ali Wong said, like, I have to teach someone else to eat me out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, handling conflict is the next topic mm-hmm. where it's like, it's not what you fight about, but how you fight. Trying a nicer approach and identifying your good conflicts. Um... I agree with the first two points. I just don't know what good conflicts mean. Well, 
so the first two points i think good conflicts are kind of just like um like where we are different yeah where we are different and kind of here maybe let me just read it so it says every couple um has what i call a good conflict in long-term relationships we often feel the the thing that we need the most from your partner is the very thing he or she's less capable of giving you um this isn't the end of love it's just the beginning of deeper love don't run from that conflict it's supposed to be there in fact it's supposed to be the happiness the key to the happiness of as a couple if you both can name it and commit to working on it together as a couple you can approach your good conflicts with uh, or if you approach your good conflicts with bitterness blame and contempt your relationship will turn toxic yeah i guess it's knowing what you're knowing where you stand apart because knowing is half the battle right yeah exactly that's exactly that's exactly the point it's like knowing where your weaknesses lie yeah i'm trying to figure it out um you are a you don't like fighting i don't see fighting as a bad thing i see it as somewhere where you can like learn from and take from take away from um but you personally think that fighting is bad all around um which is what we kind of struggle with a little bit Mm -hmm. um because you just need to learn that you know fighting the purpose of fighting is so that we can end it and resolve it um by realizing what each other feel about it and moving forward with that but I know you're a little bit more old school on that. I'm not old school. It's just like, I you're like the only person I have and you're turning on me? Come on. It's not that. But <laughs> we, okay, we rarely fight, but when we do, it can turn red. Yeah. Or, or like you turn red. Um, so it it's it's hard to to like figure out when you think that fighting is a bad thing sometimes i think it's because you grew up with hardly seeing your parents fight so you think that it's like you correlate it with it being like a very bad thing and and you try to run from it you know what i mean um but yeah i think that's just one of the things that we need to like work on more but yeah it is what it is we all got things to work on so um and then the last little bit is take time for self-care Take time apart, don't abandon yourself, and keep creating a fulfilling life. So I think this, like, yeah. just goes into, you know, the one of the healthy ways of keeping a relationship in check is keeping yourself in check, right? Yeah. You got to take care of yourself in order to take care and love for someone else as well, so. Yeah, even, even though, like, I like being with you the most, and I can withstand a higher dosage of being around you compared to anybody else. You still need time away from I me. I still just, yeah, I just want to game yeah. P- my PC or my That's the thing. PS4 like, a lot of the time, I don't want to talk to you, but I want to be in your presence. Um, you don't understand that either. But... Well, sometimes we're just not, we're just not, um, like, in sync with that. Because, like, otherwise, yeah. I want to be, I want to hang out with you, but you think I'm just in utter annoyance right yeah and you kind of are right now Thanks. <laughs> i want i got this new game called fuser on ps5 it's awesome i'm basically a dj well i think it's just yeah i don't know gaming's not my thing you know same yeah. thing as watching and reading murder docs is not your thing <laughs> so it's yeah. fine it's fine it's cool 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. Um, so it's story time. Right before we get into story time, I have another sure. positivity thing. We're just going to keep mentioning positivity things okay. while we talk. Mm-hmm. Just because I think it's a little uplifting stuff, right? Okay. Um, huge. I, and I, I'm not a, I'm not a well-read guy. You're, you're, you're not that well-read either. Let's be honest. Um, I think we just like, yeah, not, yeah, no. You're just, just be honest. <laughs> just, just be honest. <laughs> like, you're not really a well-read person. I'm, yeah, I, to... I read articles. I like reading and uh, to learn. Yeah. Right? Lily likes reading or listening to podcasts that are, like, you know, dramatic or horrific or tragic. You know what I mean? Like, she yeah, wants some I, emotional stuff. I, I, like, am attracted to tragedy. That's a horrible thing, but that's not <laughs> what I am. But um, the reason why I mentioned reading is because uh, it looks like our very own, uh, our very own Lao fellow Lao Canadian person. Her name is Fu Suvankam Tamavongsa. Nice try. It was good. Come on. Okay. I, wor- I worked it out with my mom, okay, okay. before I did this. Okay. Um, she is a Lao Canadian, a first generation immigrant, mm-hmm. I believe. I think her, her immigration kind of falls in line with your families Probably. in a way. Yeah. Right? Um, she has won the Giller Prize for Canadian Literature mm-hmm. for her book, Scotiabank How to Pronounce yeah. Knife. Um, that prize, it is the highest honor that a Canadian author, mm-hmm. a Canadian writer can ever write. It is like literally the top prize for the entire country mm-hmm. for all writers. Yeah, so to have like a fellow Lao person is is pretty awesome, man. Right? Yeah. And that is awesome. Uh Lao Can shouted her out. Uh, mm-hmm. Lao Can also shouted us out. We're apparently their favorite Lao couple. <laughs> Lao Can ca on Instagram. Yep, um, but that's awesome. Congratulations to Suvan Kam mm-hmm. uh, for winning the Giller Prize. That's great. How to pronounce knife? Yeah. I I'm going to order it right now because I have to mm-hmm. order something else on Amazon. Yeah. Um, but it's a little bit about her own experiences being an. A, a child of yeah they're immigrants. like short stories of, of yeah. being a child of immigrants and kind of like one the hard life of like growing up and then two the the life of you know um your parents not understanding um western culture but also trying to raise you at the same time and also being yeah. a child going to school here and and but being taught something totally different at home right yeah so it's it's the cultural right. differences yeah. at home and at school mm-hmm. uh knowing that like you know, your parents are trying to communicate to you one way while you have to, you have to learn English and French, you know, here in Canada to Mm -hmm. succeed, to have any sort of future at all. So, uh, congratulations. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. A little bit of a win for, uh, the, the very Lao small, community. yeah, small Lao population. Well, you didn't here in even Canada. like acknowledge your Lao side until like we officially started dating. Even it took you a couple of years well, to really. Why would cut. I? I didn't know anybody. Why would I? Yeah, who the fuck? Well, clearly your future wife, bitch. Growing up, when you tell people you are Laotian, they say the ocean. Oh, that's the worst. Right. So why the fuck <laughs> it's would I? The ocean or lotion. Everyone or... knows China. Why won't I just say China? Are you kidding me? <laughs> they just don't, you don't want, no get questions. to. <laughs> I don't get to exactly. Yeah. You might as well just say you're Thai. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Yeah. So anyway, it's did, huge. Yeah. It's a huge, and I'm glad I met Lily because going back to how we met, 
Like, you're literally the only other Lao person I've ever met. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about, like, how similar our childhood was. And then, like, through you met, you know, your family, your Lao family, and their extended family and friend, family friends. And then going to the temple Mm -hmm. just opened my eyes Mm -hmm. to more Lao people. Uh, And I have no doubt that uh, Subhan Kham is going to find... Uh, you know, her circle of Lao people and expand it, and maybe one day. I'm sure she already has more. She's older than us, so. Oh, 100%. Sure, yeah. But, like, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know where she's from exactly, by the way. Maybe I should have done Toronto, my research. Yeah. She's from Toronto? Maybe she goes to uh, the Wat in Caledon. I don't know. No idea. Um, but, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. That's cool. It's really awesome. Um, story time. Let's do it. So, am I the asshole for inviting my sister's soon to be ex husband? And his affair partner, um, brackets my best friend, to my wedding. Oof. All right. Okay. This sounds like a mess already. So I just started learning Eng- English for my honeymoon, so please excuse the mistakes uh, plus fake names. Background. In May, my sister found out that her husband, who she's been with for seven years, married and four... Uh, sorry. For seven years, four married. Um, and has a child for one. Together... What? Okay, yeah, sorry. This is just a mess. This is um, tough. Was having an affair with my best friend, Kate, for the last two years. It was a shock. Therefore, there were tears and tantrums and for weeks. And when Kate and Tim told my sister about their relationship and that he was filing for divorce, my sister became very angry and bitter towards both of them, which I can understand. But here's the issue with me and Kate. We have been best friends since we were five. Obviously, I told Kate off about the affair and stopped talking to her, but in July, we made up and I saw how happy they were, so I invited them to the wedding. Me and my ex-brother-in-law were also pretty close. I thought they'd put their differences aside for me for a single day, because even though my sister won't admit it, she has to be civil with them in the long run for her daughter's sake. Oh, yeah. Well, Friday, when Kate and my sister showed up for the fitting, all hell broke loose. My sister called Kate a nitty prostitute and asked me what kind of game I was playing. Kate was crying and apologizing, but sister told them to fuck off and then left. Since then, my sister told me that her and her daughter aren't coming to my wedding, uh, most of my family have joined in calling me a bridezilla and an asshole, and even my in-laws are mad. So, to give it to me straight, am I the asshole for just wanting a perfect day where everyone puts their differences aside for me? Um, and then I was just asked, so I'm going to add more info. Yes, Kate knew my sister was going to be there. She wanted to talk to her and maybe try to mend things. No, my brother-in-law did not know. He chewed us both out because my sister is eight months pregnant and has already been making it difficult to see his daughter. Um, me and Kate are closer than me and my sister and my sister and I have an okay relationship, but the age gap, uh, does get in the way and my sister is closer to our youngest brother. Um, also my sister is telling people, um, to choose either go to my wedding or she'll never speak to them again. This is a messed up one. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm not the best person to speak about this cause I don't have any siblings. I was going to say, you don't have any siblings. Right. So. And I, I, but in her account, okay, so then it's change not it to your, strong... your best man. If your best man, mm-hmm. okay, he was with someone for a really long time, found out that they were having an affair, um, but you were really close to to their partner at the time. Would you still invite them to the wedding, or would you not? What's invite my relationship them? with their my best man's partner? Like you're just really close because you're uh, obviously close to your best man. So, well, if I'm closer to the best man that's that's it 
I don't okay. know because here's but the this thing. Is, this is thing where it's like yeah, the, this situation is like I don't know. Just like you and your sister are very close. Mm-hmm. I think definitely you choose her over me, but she's explaining that her she's not as close with her sister as she is with her best, her best friend, friend, who was her sister's and like ex-husband. okay, let's let's break this down. Let's let's disintegrate this this whole situation for a second and say what is the easiest route. The easiest route is if the sister is just chill for one day. Right? Okay. Right? I think that's the easiest <laughs> um, route is that her sister is just chill for one day. I can put my two cents into it, but I'll let you kind of talk it but through like, your sense. And then whatever the, fuck it, whatever the fuck happens just happens after the wedding or before. But like, like we see a clear path to success in this, which was that it seemed like the sister was okay with things just being civil up until the wedding no. or until until after the she wedding. She wasn't, remember? She says that they were like all hell broke loose. Yes, but you but wasn't wasn't the thing that OP just said that like it was fine like everybody knew that each other was going to be there no. and that they were hoping to No, she didn't know. The only person that knew Then who was supposed to be mending things? The, the sister, the wasn't affair that? partner, Kate. Kate is the affair partner. She knew that she was going to uh, to go to like the sister's um, fitting because she wanted to mend things with her. This is before the wedding happened, right? So, so she who's getting to... married? Op or the OP's sister? Op is getting married. So it's Op's fitting. Sorry, it's Op's fitting. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. And she knew, she knew, like, Kate, the affair partner, knew that the sister was going to be there. But the sister didn't know that the affair partner was going to be there. Oh, I thought from but she decided the shitty, to use, written, shittily yeah, written it story, it seemed like it was hard. a sister that knew that Kate was going to no, be there. she didn't know. So then when she found out, that's when she's just like, fuck you guys. Okay. Yeah, look, my thing is, like, like, be civil for one day. Because you're putting, like, when you're saying who... Is this is OP the asshole for having to pick uh, her sister that she's uh, having to pick between her sister that she's not as close with to her best friend since they were five years old, and then the and and there's an out clause of just everybody being civil for one fucking day. You know. Okay. I, I'm that's a, that's I have but a very but again, I don't thing. have any siblings, okay. so I don't know how Doesn't unbreakable the bond is. Like. But okay, fine, sure. OP might be more close to Kate, her best friend. But Kate knowingly and willingly cheated yeah. with her best friend's brother-in-law. Okay? Yeah. Her best friend's sorry, Kate's best friend, which is OP, um knows that uh her sister-in-law has a child already. And it's clearly eight months pregnant. Yeah. They've had an affair for two years. Okay. This is clearly fresh news still. Because it seems like they still haven't, like, figured out what they were doing. And he just clearly said that he was going to divorce her anyways. So it doesn't sound like he admitted to cheating on her and then decided to divorce. Sounds like he got fucking got caught. And then was like, okay, fine. Now we're getting divorced. Because she's eight months pregnant. So clearly the the timing isn't matching up. Two years, two. His child's only one. Yeah, he most definitely didn't mention it. So big yes, the asshole to the bride because this is all fresh. Here's where I don't understand why you invited both Kate and your ex-brother-in-law. 
okay? You don't owe Jack to your brother-in-law anymore. He clearly right, fucked up. I forgot up. that he was invited. Yeah, okay? okay? Yeah. So he also got invited. If it really meant that much to you that you would invite Kate, maybe bring it up to your sister beforehand because that is clearly a touchy subject. Also, I don't know what the hell Kate is thinking about even wanting to go and because and, that sounds like a whole mess of a thing to begin with, right? Um, but if you choose to put Kate over your sister, you're then that's 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 your choice that you're going to live with for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, and just because they're a happy couple, oh my god, that's why you wouldn't want to invite Look, them. Look, I forgot about the husband, like the sorry, the ex husband. <laughs> like you know, we're talking about Kate and uh, Kate and OP, who are best friends. But she said she invited more... them both. I know, I know, yeah. I, and I th- I forgot about the ex husband. Mm-hmm. Let me make that clear. It's, yeah. you're, I feel like you're already forgetting that I yeah, said I forgot okay. that, about yeah. the ex husband. Um, I was only doing the math, whatever this utilitarian thing was between Kate versus a sister, where she said that she's not as close with her sister. She can live with not seeing her sister at the wedding, is what it sounds like to her. But yes, no, the... she's making it sound like everybody needs to suck it up for my day. Yeah, but which every fucking bride has in the world has said, and yourself included. What What did I say? Well, people just suck it up for the day. It's just what brides say. No, but okay, but not to the extreme of like your of like um, two cheating people going to be at the like at, at the same wedding. Yeah. I think you need to make a decision here, and you either choose your sister or your best friend. And that, that's a choice that you can you can make, right? That that's up to you. But the fact that you wanted everybody to be civil is is not your decision to make, clearly. And even the fact that the the ex brother in law got pissed too, because he's like, What the fuck? Like like my ex wife is pregnant and is already making it difficult for me and then you would throw this on top <laughs> yeah. of it so clearly even his own mindset like understood that that's pretty fucked up yeah so yeah i think she's an asshole um i don't know i think yeah obviously you can invite whoever the hell you want to your wedding it's sure it's your day at the end of it but man to to make it about you especially with with all this kind of shit going down i don't know i think that's a pretty messed up story I forgot about the husband, but yeah. I thought that to her, her best friend being there is non-negotiable, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is my thing. Yeah. Right? Um, so a couple, like, Reddit, like, comments are like, yes, the asshole. You can forgive Kate. It's completely unreasonable and unrealistic to expect your sister to be okay with her ex and Kate so quickly. Agree, right? Um, mm-hmm. You don't get to force reconciliation on your timeline. Um, did you not want your sister or did you not warn your sister that Kate would be at the fitting? Did you not warn her that Kate would be at the wedding? Did you even try to avoid drama? So, you know, it's kind of just like, um, does anyone even care if Kate knew your sister would be at the fitting? Let's All be I clear. Know- I hope that we've surrounded ourselves, our family and friends to not ever have to deal with this fucking shit. This goddamn Dawson's Creek fucking gossip girl fucking OC level drama. I feel like cheating happens a lot more than than we think it does. I think cheating happens. I just don't think it should happen that close. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think it's up to anybody <laughs> when things happen, right? Shit happens. It, 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 you're saying it is up to people. 
you're making a choice. It is up to people to know who to cheat with because you're making the decision to cheat, Oh, the the decision to cheat? Sure, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, you can't force someone to reconcile. That's No, yeah, no, not the reconcile. What I'm saying is, like, we wouldn't wouldn't ever be in a position to fucking Mm -hmm. choose. Like, Mm -hmm. do I want my best friend of however many, many years Mm -hmm. or my sister there? Mm -hmm. Like, this is some fucking, like... I don't know. Name a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is some real housewife shit. Yeah. So the other know. person is like, where is the sympathy and empathy for your sister? She's a new mother and her ex-husband cheated on her with someone she should have been able to trust, her sister's best friend. You seem to have no understanding about how hurt she probably is right now. And you seem to have not been helping her feel better, um, which would ease the tension if you really wanted Kate at your wedding. That kind of makes sense. That's true. Yeah. If she's more sympathetic and kind of just, like, actually, like, help her sister, like, through it. This is unbelievably stupid, and you are either a troll, an idiot, or uncaring person. Be prepared and ask your sister for forgiveness or have a chance of being left out of your family. I know I wouldn't choose my homewrecker's best friend and my ex-brother-in-law over my sister and my family. Um, I just realized that OP claimed in the original post that she was close with her brother-in-law. Then, in an updated comment, claims that she wasn't close with her sister... Um, or is closer with Kate, which obviously makes no sense because how would you choose, um, how would you be close with your brother-in-law if you weren't close with your sister unless she knew him before? Hmm, that actually makes sense. Yeah, that's true. It does I, didn't, make I sense. didn't think that makes sense unless OP is worded this really weirdly. This is pretty much fake in my opinion. I I hope it is because it just sounds like a fucking mess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that one is a little. Weddings are weird, but. Don't be fucking assholes, people. Don't cheat and don't invite your cheaters to the wedding. <laughs> and if you're going to cheat, I'm just kidding. And if you're going to cheat, don't, don't, don't fuck your... I'm, I'm going to let you finish this. Don't fuck your sister-in-law's best friend. It's like, like, it, it, like, are those the only people you know in your circle? That's where it starts. I know, right? It's right? so stupid. The circle is the best way to do it, no? I don't know. I've never cheated. Well, that's what I'm just saying. Like, yeah. it is, right? I don't know. But, yeah, th- I, I hope... Some fucking gossip girl shit. I hope that story isn't true, but there we go. That's a... We'll let, we'll let our listeners uh, okay. Serena and one. Dan, and all of a sudden, Dan's <laughs> sleeping with Blair. Blair wants Chuck, but Chuck was fucking Dan's sister. I don't know. All right, yeah, we just finished Gossip Girl, so that's what he's on right now. But thank you for listening to our rant. Um, hope you have a great week, and stay tuned, because uh, Drunk Episode 20 is going to happen soon. Oh, we're doing that? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to do it next week. Mm-hmm. Are, we, are we recording two episodes next week? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Love you guys. Bye.